to the Sick and Successful Podcast. If you're a business owner, work in corporate, or have a side hustle you're passionate about, you're going to want to stick around because I promise to ask the tough questions and talk about the things others shy away from. You know, what it's really like to own a business and be chronically ill. I'm going to give you that push you need towards following your dreams and be the friend you come back to week after week to talk about the real things in life and in business. If you have goals and are working towards them, if you're determined to be successful, no matter what life's obstacles get in the way, this podcast is for you. Dream big and tune in. Welcome back to the Sick and Successful Podcast. This is your host, Natalie Supes. Get ready for a real and raw episode. If you don't have some tea, go grab some tea. If you don't have some coffee, go grab some coffee because we're going to be spilling the tea today. I'm kidding, but we are going to talk about something that most people are uncomfortable talking about, people don't like talking about, and that is what I'm good at, right? So let's jump right into it. I want to talk about today hiring slowly and firing quickly. So that might be something that you've heard in the past. If you're an entrepreneur, I'm sure you've heard of it. It's like this this saying that some people say and then you forget it, right? You need an employee, you need someone to do something, you put an ad out, you interview the people that apply and you pick the best one and it's kind of a quick process. And then when someone's not performing really great, I see this over and over and over again with entrepreneurs, like they give all of their effort to train the person and give them second chances and, you know, keep them on even if they're not doing anything because they feel bad that they're paying their salaries, etc. And this needs to be addressed. This is really bringing a lot of entrepreneurs down. And you know what? I think it's really affecting women in business because I know many men who have businesses who will fire at the drop of a dime. Because they don't have that guilt, that maybe maybe that empathy of thinking like, well, how are they going to support their family? Like they're not going to find a job ever again, which is not the case. But this is what I want to talk about today. First off, I want to explain what hiring slowly and firing quickly really means. If you think about corporate, I... I would say I'm like the queen of interviews, right? I've literally gotten every job minus one that I've applied for, be it party bus host, be it hairstylist, be it receptionist for a procurement place at university, assistant professor, like assistant to the professor, TA, teacher's assistant at university. Um, from every corporate job that I've had, and I've, I've had many, I climbed the ladder in corporate and to a marketing director position or VP of marketing position, like so many positions that I, I had no no position being there, but I applied and I interviewed well and I got the positions. Here's the thing though, those interviews weren't one day and they weren't just trying to get whoever would fill the spot. Some of the interviews I had, specifically for corporate, some of the other jobs, I guess they were just trying to fill a position, but the corporate positions that I had, especially, you know, as I climbed that ladder, some of them took me two to three months of interviewing at at one job. I think I can mention it. It's on my LinkedIn profile. So I worked for General Electric GE financing. So essentially we gave big, huge loans to different companies, typically in the agriculture industry. So for big machinery, big trucks, things like that. So if you know me, finance, oh my gosh, it is not my thing. You know, I I have my degree in marketing. I went to university. I have my Bachelor of Commerce. I got A's and B's in every single course. And I have about, I have one D in my university career and about, I think three C's, all of which are the accounting courses I had to take. Like it is not my thing. I love math. I did amazing in statistics and calculus and calculus one and calculus two, etc. But accounting just was over my head. So anyways, I applied for this finance position. 
because the pay was good, because I was wanting to move back to Winnipeg. I was currently, or at the time I was living in Alberta. And this position paid 20,000 more than what I was currently making. And there was opportunity to make 100K plus get your own vehicle and all of this other stuff. So I really wanted this job. Not only did they fly me to another city to interview, I had to interview, I think, with 15 people in that day. And then I also had to have online interviews, subsequent interviews, a final interview. I think the whole process took about two to three months, for if I'm not mistaken, but approximately two to three months. And that was not the only time that I waited that long and went through that many interviews to get a corporate position. Because they know they need to suss out the person if the person is going to be high, you know, dealing with with other companies' financial statements and whatever it is, um, you know, the VP of marketing, all of that kind of stuff. It's important to suss out the person, not only the person and their experience, but their personality, who they are, how they function, how they function under stress, etc. That's why corporate and interviewing for corporate can take so long and I think that, I mean, I don't think, I know that's done for a reason so that they can get the highest quality of candidates and then the best hire. In the same breath, at corporate, you could be fired within the drop of a dime if they are, you know, I've seen layoffs and letting people go and people being fired who have been there for 40 plus years. Literally, where we come in one day and two people that, you know, are close to retirement who have been there in their 40s just got laid off for who knows what reasons. So they really, corporate, doesn't matter which type of corporate, they live and breathe by hire slowly, fire quickly. And that is what it is. Taking your time to hire the right person. And oh my gosh, have I had experience and lessons learned in my last almost year of business. July 1st will be my one year anniversary of of SNS Creative. And I've had to let go of six people within the last, actually within my first eight months of business. I haven't had to let anyone go recently, but within my first eight months of business, I had to let go six people. And one of that, one of those includes a business partner that no longer aligned. So I have learned a lot and that's what I want, I want to bring to you to this episode because I have felt all those feelings of wanting to keep someone because, you know, of integrity or because of empathy or because of X, Y, and Z reason. And what I've learned and, and it's been serving me so well in the last few months is to hire really slow to know exactly the person I want, and to fire quickly, and not abruptly. Quickly and abruptly is different, right? You want to give someone warnings. You want to have conversations with them. You want to have proper quarterly or bi-yearly or yearly at least reviews with your employees. Like you need to, they can't just be dropped dropped on a dime because you, someone told you to fire quickly. But at the same time, I'm seeing it all around me where entrepreneurs, women specifically, are keeping employees that are hurting their business and are hurting their bottom line. So I'm going to give you an example. I have a really close friend and she owns a hairstyling business. And she is new to entrepreneurship. She's brand new to entrepreneurship. She is doing amazing. Like she she opened up her hair salon in the pandemic and... It's so beautiful in there and she has the best hairstylist and she is really giving it all. Like they do such amazing work and she's giving it all. And I recently was with her kind of talking about her employees and the ones that are doing amazing and the ones that she's she's had a lot of turnaround in the last few or in the last year or two since she's been open. Two, I think. I believe it's two. So in the last two years since she opened her salon, her hair salon, she has had to let go not just hairstylists, but receptionists, things like that. And currently she hired someone, someone who had a clientele and they were perfect on paper. 
this hairstylist was amazing at doing colors. She was like the best in the city. And she on paper looked like a star shining down on the salon, you know, like it's going to change everything. And unfortunately, the stylist is showing up 30 minutes late to appointments, not coming in early, doing things she says she's going to, or not doing things she says she's going to do. And on top of that, creating a bad vibe within the salon. And this is really affecting the atmosphere, right? The conversation that I had with this entrepreneur is she feels bad. She just hired her. She's going to give her a second shot. She's so good on paper. She's going to have a conversation with her, blah, 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 blah. This isn't with literally within the first week of working there that all of this is happening. So I'd love to know if that was you, if you were that salon owner, what would you do? You can answer me. I would love if you send me a DM on Instagram, but... I would love to know what would you do if you were that entrepreneur? Even just think about it. Think about that scenario. Think about if it's happened to you in your business. Has there been someone that you held on to for way too long because they looked great on paper or because you felt bad? I know I did. The first person I had to let go at the very start of my business honestly just wasn't a good fit and I felt uncomfortable like speaking to them and there was a lot of attitude and it just was like not a good fit. So that one was a little bit easier. But then there were ones along the way where, you know, they were a good fit on paper, but they didn't do their work really great. And and here at SNS Creative, we have a high standard of quality. And so I had to let them go for that. And there were other ones that didn't communicate well and just things that happened that honestly, I couldn't keep the person. And every single time it hurt me. You know, I'm not a robot, like it sucks. Having this person on paper who you think is going to be amazing and then just doesn't work out, it sucks. And that's okay. But being choosing entrepreneurship and being a badass entrepreneur, a woman, business owner, we have to put ourselves and our businesses first and also and also the atmosphere of our company, the values of our company. So that's another thing I wanted to touch on is do you have your values? And are they something that's in the manual of your hiring book or do you know them by heart? Hi, this is Bestie. I'm interrupting Natalie's podcast to let you know that we are doing a monthly speed networking event. So if you are an online service provider or an entrepreneur who is looking for ways to expand your network, this is perfect for you. Make powerful connections and grow your business in this one-hour online networking event in the comfort of your own home. And yes, you can even do this in your PJs. And did I mention this is completely free? So if you want in, the details are in this episode's show notes. I hope you connect there. See you. So at SNS Creative, our values are we're a detail-oriented company. So small details matter down to the fonts, sizing, colors, etc. We take creating seriously. Integrity. This one is so near and dear to my heart. I mean, all of them are, but this one's really near and dear to my heart. We do what we say we are going to do when we say we are going to do it. And we do it exceptionally. We are honest and we are transparent. We wow the customer. So we are, we are literally nothing without our customers and we strive to continuously meet and exceed the expectations of every single one of our customers. And the last one is outstanding quality. So good is not good enough for us. Everything we do, we do with excellence in mind. And I urge you to have values like these that you can remember almost off the top of your head or off the top of your head. I was able to remember three out of the four because we added one more recently. But the integrity piece is one that is really important to me. We do what we say we're going to do when we say we are going to do it and we do it exceptionally. I have let go of people because they continuously tell me they're going to do something 
and they commit to it and even give a timeline and then don't do it. And that is just an absolute no-go in my books. And and everyone has different, you know, things, right? But for me, integrity, if you tell me you're going to do something, I don't want to have to ask you again. Because I don't, I, I'm trying to grow a business here. And that is the masculine energy coming out. But we need some of that to make sure that our businesses are successful. And wowing the customer. I give praise on, uh, we have weekly team meetings and I give praise when someone goes above and beyond because we want to make our customers feel special. They are our are everything, right? They are family to us. They're the SNS creative family. So going above and beyond is really important to me. Outstanding quality, making sure that details are are top of mind all the time. It's of course mistakes happen, but those are my values as a company and we literally hire and fire according. So in the interview process, I can tell right away if a person, I mean, at this point after letting go of six people, and I also have experienced hiring in the past, but I can tell right away if someone is not going to fit these values throughout my interview process and following your intuition. I know that sounds a little bit of counterintuitive, right? Like following my intuition in business, but I am so passionate about it. You need to make sure that your gut is on point with this person. Because if you, I I mentioned this in a past episode where that guy who ended up firing me, I interviewed him and he was just, my red flags were going off in every direction. And I'm sure the entrepreneur who hired him, my boss at the time, had red flags also. I mean, I, I know for a fact he did. So if you have red flags, don't hire. There's someone else out there who will fit. There's someone else out there who will be a better fit and won't cause you headache because ultimately hiring someone who isn't a good fit and having to rehire and do all of that over is going to cost your business money. This is going to cost you money. It's going to cost you time and it's going to cost you stress. And who wants more of that? We don't need any more of that. So another thing I want to touch on is making sure you have the right people in the right seats. So this doesn't even mean letting go of someone, but really keeping in mind what the people in your company are great at and making sure you give them the opportunities to do what they are good at. Give them the opportunities to hone in on their strengths and not do things that they're not great at. So we've recently come across this in our company where, you know, there was a lot of stress and things weren't working out and we realized that it wasn't the right person in the right seat. It was the right person in not the right seat. And that can happen as well. So being aware that that might be happening within your company and knowing that, you know, doing reviews and and having these conversations with your employees on, okay, are you enjoying this? What is your favorite part about your your job? What is your least favorite part? Where do you want to be in the future? How would you like to grow within the company? What are your goals here, etc.? Is something that really gets missed and is so important and and might make you lose your best employee. You know, the unicorn or the couple unicorns that you have that you just couldn't couldn't live without or you think your company would fall, fall apart without? Not that your company would fall apart if you lost anyone because you were the one who created it, right? But over overall, your unicorns, the people that you don't want to lose because they're family to you, if you are not having conversations with them, if you don't know what their goals are, if they're not happy, ultimately you are just providing a job, right? And they're gonna leave. So keeping that in mind, even if you've just hired your first employee, you might not have the budget to give them a raise, but maybe you can buy them a course of some kind that they can level up their skill or you can give, you know, get them a book that you're implementing within the company and maybe send a little nice extra thing from Amazon at the same time, whatever it is, just go above and beyond for your employees and always have in mind what their best interests are. 
I think that is kind of the the main points that I wanted to drive home. But overall, the main thing for me is if you are a business owner or if you're wanting to own a business in the future, make sure that you hire slowly and fire quickly. Have your values clear to a T and make sure you hire and fire according to the values. And keep in mind at all times who is where and if they're in the right seat and if they're the right person. The book that I've implemented slowly in my company, it's called Traction, EOS Traction. You can find it on Amazon. The author is Gino something with a W, I believe. They have a whole chapter about the right person in the right seat and how to make sure that if you have more employees, if you have a lot of employees, that you're not just losing a bunch of expenses and doubling your your operating expenses on employees. So if you want to kind of dig into that a little bit more, pick up that book. So there's that. If you needed to hear this today, if you needed the permission to maybe let go of someone, if you needed the permission to maybe start thinking about the process of letting go of someone, if you just needed this as a reminder for the future, or if you're getting ready to hire, feel free to reach out to me and tell me what's going on. I'm happy to have that conversation in DMs. I want to hear what's happening with you. You can email me at info, I-N-F-O at S-A-N-D-S creative.ca. You can message me on Instagram at four period the period success. You can whatever it is, the links will be in the show notes. I want to hear from you. And that's it. I hope you got a little bit from this episode today. I hope you got the push you needed to and I appreciate you so, so very much. Remember, dream big, it's possible for you and your next version of success is around the corner. Mwah.